Well, we're winding through the earnings season. Most of the travel and leisure industry has been heard from. And for me, there were some surprising uh, results there. I, I, most of the airlines did pretty well in the hotels and the booking services. But among the airlines, it was a real split between primarily domestic carriers, Southwest, Alaska, etc., and the internationals, United, Delta, American. And they were better, and the internationals were more optimistic. I guess more people are flying internationally. Sean Donahue has spent almost a decade, I guess, now as the CEO of Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport and as a major factor in international travel and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Great to be back as always, David. So are you seeing that as this, this big pickup in international travel? And I, it's not just, just Mexico we're talking about. You're right. I've never seen traffic levels to Europe as we've seen this summer. It's, I, I'm guessing it's historical in terms of the amount of people traveling to and from Europe. We're seeing it. We, it's not unusual, David, for us to have 20,000 in, in, inbound international customers a day coming through customs and immigrations. And uh, a lot of them are from Europe. So Everything I hear from the airlines, especially American, and what I read with Delta and United, uh, Europe is just um, off the charts in, in terms of demand. So what does that do for you? I mean, I mean, you know, pastors are sort of loath to build a church big enough to handle just the, uh, you know, the Easter Sunday crowds. Right. But I, I mean, are your are these crowds going to be around for a while? You're going to have to make some changes if they do, I would guess. We are. It's interesting, David. Uh, our 25 busiest days in the history of the airport have happened in the last two months. Wow. And, and our peak was 281,000 customers uh, on June 30th. So if you do the math, um, that equates to 100 million customers a year if we got to, to 281 day after day. And and we're not that far from it. This year will easily exceed 80 million. And to your point, that's why we announced the sixth terminal, Terminal F. We're adding gates in A and C for American. We're going to completely rebuild Terminal C. It desperately needs it. Yes. <laughs> and so we're we're trying to get out ahead of that growth, and 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 that's our focus. The um, I, I guess it can't come quickly enough but the interesting thing is the airlines and i guess the airlines are reacting to the labor shortages and also delivery of new equipment but i looked the other day and your operations are down there was a decline july 23 versus july 2019 pre-covid uh you had four percent decline in our 3.8 percent decline in trips but a 10 percent increase in the number of passengers so bigger airplanes Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and a big part of that is in the U.S., I believe there's still over 500 regional jets that are grounded because there's not pilots to fly those. And, and as you know, Americans are our biggest customer. They have over 80 percent of our business. And now they're flying mainline aircraft in many markets that they used to fly regional jets. So you don't need as much frequency because you're getting so many more seats on the airplane. And that explains flight activity down, but passenger numbers up. Let, let me go back to the international a minute. An international flight can take off from anywhere. I mean, I've taken off from A, you know, to go to Europe. 
but inbound, you funnel them all through through D. And, and these airlines have a bad habit of all coming in at the same time. So are you going to have to make some accommodations there for, for the inbound travel? Well, we've been working on uh, increasing the capacity of Terminal D in terms of customs and immigrations for many years. And I, and I have to give credit to Customs and Border Patrol. They've been great partners with implementing new technology. So if you're a U.S. citizen, if you're especially global entry, the technology, and it's, believe me, it's, it's secure, but it's all biometrics now. And, and I had someone call me the other day from the time they landed to the time they got to their car in the garage, it was 12 minutes. That's astounding. And that is, I mean, that is, that's probably 10% of what it, what it, what it has been at the worst time. You know, the other thing is, is a lot of those people coming in and going through terminal D or turning around and going someplace else. And I, what I have 70, 80% of, of your traffic is going someplace else. And, we're seeing people with longer connection times having to arrive at the airport earlier to go through all the clearing. So this dictates you as a, as a landlord. I saw the revenues coming in from some of your restaurants the other day, and they were astounding. But you have to have something for all these people to do. Right. And, and to your point, about 60% of our customers connect. On the international flights, depending on the market, could be a little bit lower, could be a little bit higher. But making sure they go through the process. And then when they go back through TSA, you know, we working with American and the other carriers, we do everything possible to make sure they make their connections. But um, they also, you know, after an eight or nine hour flight, typically they want to get something to eat. And our concessionaires have been doing a great job, but they are having a record year as well, which is great news from our perspective because the pandemic was hard on our concessionaire partners. So when I hear them talk about record revenues, uh, that's music to my ears. Oh, yeah. I, I would think you'd be very happy. So um, we're seeing, again, more demand for, for gates, for, for traffic, especially international, but also uh, more airlines. Uh, Bob Jordan, from C, uh, the CEO of Southwest Airlines, was on the show, I guess, last week. And all but sort of admitted they want to go to DFW when they can in 2025. He said, we're looking, we would look for a modest number of gates. Are you going to be able to accommodate him and I guess the others that want to come into DFW? Well, and that's why we're building Terminal F. We'll, we'll gain 15 uh, more gates in F plus, you know, some carriers, uh, not necessarily Southwest, but some carriers like hard stand operations where they board outside. So we'll have additional gates uh, for that. So we're, that's why Terminal F is so important. We plan on opening it by the end of 2026. We're adding gates for American and A and C. And the nice uh, aspect of F is that's the first phase. And in the future, if the demand continues to be at a level where we expect it will over the next 10 years, we can add another uh, 25 to 30 gates in, in the second phase of Terminal F. So is the dirt flying on F right now? No, um, we're going through all the environmental um, uh, requirements and that will break ground in 2024. And, and E was always your sort of ace in the hole with some extra space. Is that all full now? 
It is, absolutely. Even the satellite that was out there? Yes, yes. That really is disturbing. You alluded to this earlier, but but I have seen some some breakthroughs in technology. I, I In fact, I think I made an attempt to use the facial recognition instead of presenting my passport and boarding pass the other day, and it didn't work. But um, is that the sort of breakthroughs that are coming through? Is that is it working? It, it is. Biometrics uh, make an enormous improvement in both security as well as facilitation and processing. Now, customers always have the opportunity to opt out, but well over 95% of customers are comfortable using it. And, and what's fascinating when you come through customs today is you don't even have to put your passport into the kiosk. The camera takes your picture and that's your, that's your clearance. Um, and it happens so quickly. And then we're working with TSA. You're going to start seeing more biometric clearance through TSA. And we're using biometrics to board our international flights as well. So we don't keep that data. I have no interest in keeping that biometric data. Uh, obviously, uh, Customs and Border Patrol and TSA has it. But we are using it as the facilitation tool. And, and that is something we want to continue to uh, to uh, build out. All the uh, airlines tell us they're still having trouble finding people, especially trained people, you know, pilots and that sort of thing. But overall, workers, and that's a, there's, a, there's a shortage of workers out there. You've probably got, what, 60,000 people on premise out there working. Uh, are you having trouble too? We've made some progress this year, David. Our, you know, our historical vacancy factor at DFW was about 8%. Uh, 18 months ago, it was 22%, and now we're down to about 10 or 12%. So we've we've made a lot of progress. We're getting back closer to what our historical numbers are, and I believe within the next six months, we'll we will be back to kind of what our normal run rate is. I've seen um, some of the oh seasonal traffic has turned, you know, year-round traffic. Uh, Rome, I think, in Dublin or probably year round now that used to be seasonal. Right. You got any more of those that are coming or are any more, any more occupants, any airlines coming in? Well, um, we might have an announcement in the next month or so. So uh, stay tuned. I'll let you know. And uh, to your point, we're just starting to see, especially the seasonal markets to Europe are becoming year round. Or if, if it's uh uh, some of the other carriers, instead of flying three days a week, they're flying four or five days a week. And I don't know how long this uh, European uh, vacation, uh, I forget the Chevy Chase movie, but I don't know how much <laughs> longer that's going to last. But uh, all indications are at least through next summer it will. It's, we call it revenge travel. I know, I know. <laughs> what and is that true to Asia and, and Latin America? You seeing pickups there? Uh, it's primarily uh, Mexico, Europe. Oh, Mexico's very strong. Latin America strong. China has not opened yeah. back up. Um, Australia is extremely strong. Uh, Japan has has recovered nicely. So, with the with the exception of China, the Pacific's doing well too. All right. Well, good work. And you're. Uh, Correct me. Are you at ten years yet? Have you? Are you coming up in your tenth anniversary? I am. I am coming up on ten years. It's gone fast. Now that's human years. 
<laughs> Sean Donahue is the CEO of Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. We always enjoy catching up. Thank you for the time, sir. Same here, David. Great to talk to you. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.